Hey, welcome back to the Pomona's Promise Network podcast. My name is Andrew Quinones. Today, I'm your host in studio with special guest, Roscoe Lee Owens. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Roscoe Lee Owens. Yes, sir. So you and I have ran into each other for the past number of years at several events here in Pomona. And I've always thought... Every time I see you, man, I I, I just feel that you you carry such a a light spirit. You know, you, when I see you, I feel good. Good. You know, and, and you radiate. You know that 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 good positive energy, man. So I, I appreciate you, and thank you for coming on and joining us today. You know, I spoke of you this afternoon at the Mega Mixer. I uh, encountered the president of the Pomona uh, Chamber of Commerce. Uh-huh. Yeah, I call it Unique Monique. Yeah, Unique Monique. Yeah, and. Uh, so, but it's always been a pleasure to encounter you in the various different aspects of Pomona. In fact, I, I'm going to say this. You're probably, undoubtedly, one of the reasons that I find myself in my diamond mine. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to thank you for that. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the diamond mine. The diamond mine is a five-mile radius around my home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everything around my home in this diamond mine, I'm supposed to be in, in there interacting with. Ah, all right. And uh, because I grew up in Los Angeles, okay. uh, in the Lamert Park area, I do a lot in Lamert Park, and I'm with the Jazz Zone Jazz Abrasion, which is our nonprofit. And so I'm down there at the uh, Barbara Morrison Performing Arts Center. Nice. But I was also doing a lot with my jazz, with Jazz Zone, at the Roscoe's. Chicken and Waffles location in Long Beach, which has the Roscoe's Jazz Lounge. Okay. So between those two items, and I, my son grew up in Pasadena, so my roots are all three of those locations. All right. And I've been continuing to evolve myself in those locations, and something happened and allowed me to be loose. Uh Uh-huh. And so I discovered the urban... Uh, farm. Oh, yeah, Urban Farm. Oh, Lopez Urban Farm, right? Lope, yes. I discovered that along with when I discovered the Alliance. Uh-huh. I started a little bit of interacting, but I, not as much. I see the four A's. That is the Alliance right there, That right? is correct. That is correct. I wore the hat because I wanted them to know. All right. Pasadena, Pomona Strong. I said, it got all them P's. I got two P's. Yeah, from Pasadena, P-Town Pomona. to P-Town. Huh? Yes, indeed. All right. So, uh, and in encountering you at several different especially networking in positive, actually positive places in the community. It, it gave me more strength. I said, you know what, I need to stop. And then I ran into uh, some Chicano brothers that have this, uh, uh, I think one of the councilmen has a, a, a the home over oh, here. Yeah. It says Pasadena on a garage. Yeah, yeah, Pomona. On the yeah, garage. Oh, excuse me. Oh, don't Pomona. get them confused. Yeah, don't get confused. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pomona on the garage. And I kept, yeah, looking, yeah. I kept looking at it. And then I encountered what was going on there. And I said, another. Victor Preciado, uh, the council member for, I think, yeah, District Victor, 1. Exactly. That's exactly. Right. Yes. So, uh, and he's been a very positive force uh, in my thinking as well. And uh, that's, of course, the mayor. And so. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much, Andy, for for uh, allowing me to be here. 
allowing me to uh, be on your show as well. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, fine. I'm glad we finally got you on here. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, we've been running each other for some time and talking <laughs> about it, so it's yes. a good day. Today is it's February. It's the 8th of February, uh, 2024. And the sun shining. All right, now, and we're, we're just about to hit uh, Chinese New Year. You're the dragon, huh? That's correct. That's yeah. correct. Actually, that's going to be a big thing for our second Saturday uh uh, um, Art Walk. Art Walk yes. right here in Pomona. And I'm happy to say that I have an art exhibition at the uh, Metro Gallery ah, on 2nd Street. And we have a big reception per that day as well from 6 o'clock to uh, 9 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I, I didn't know that you did the visual arts. I know you're a musician and you, you have a love for music, but tell us a little bit about your, your exhibition. What's going on there? Okay. Okay. Uh, Actually, I'm not a musician. Oh, oh. I, yeah. Okay. But but I make music happen. Okay. The, all right. The opportunity for me in music was the fact that my dad, who grew up in East St. Louis, uh-huh. came to Los Angeles in the '40s, played Central Avenue and all the whole jazz scene all my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never learned to play because I wasn't a disciplined kid. Yeah. And you had to be disciplined. That's right. But uh, his last album was. Uh, Keep Jazz Alive. Keep Jazz Alive. And that's just what you're doing. He passed away in 1999, and I've been doing that ever since. All right. A lot of people think I play saxophone. Yeah. Say, you know, you... I, got, I'm always seeing you with the... You got a saxophone right now in the jazz go. zone. There so. you go. So yeah. uh, uh, it's just my privilege to be in, involved in that, in that parts of the arts. Yes. My visual artist as... I, I'm not a painter. I don't know what I am. <laughs> what I what I have become. Uh, I've been involved with artists all over the world at the Pan African Film and Art Festival as uh-huh. one of the art coordinators for about five six years. So I you know been around art in terms of painters and in terms of uh, creative people. Yes. Uh, with the music and that, and I needed therapy. Yeah. Personal therapy. Yes. And that's what got me started in the arts. There you go. Yeah. I got started. I couldn't help it. Right. I, I did this exhibition, and I joined an organization, which was the uh, Pomona Valley Art Association. Absolutely. Right there in the Montclair Mall, right? It, well, they, they had moved to the Montclair Mall. Yes. Now they moved to... Um, ah, they moved again. Claremont. Oh, okay. Yes, they're in Claremont. All right. And, uh, but at the time... I. Maybe four years I was with them, and uh, I didn't outgrow. We just, it was it was a little different. And yeah, I said, yeah. well, you know, I needed to. And I had gotten, uh, recruited some of my friends to, and they are still there to uh, promote their art, but I didn't think they understood me the way I thought I was to be understood. Got it. Uh, my art is, uh, has a lot of therapeutic value in terms of, uh, my interaction with it. Yes. I've made my own paper on a couple of pieces. Uh, and then the exhibition, when you come to see it, hopefully it is breathtaking. Yes. Yeah. Can you describe it for us? Or is it something the, the, we, you got to see the, with your the, own eyes? The art series is called Thought. Thought. Okay. I'm going to describe one piece okay. that came to me. It's called war. Okay. Too much war going on. 
it, and I think it was the start of whatever the war was over there with uh, Russia and, and Ukraine and that. And I'm a veteran. Uh, okay, you are now. I, and, and I couldn't stand it anymore. And so I was doing this piece, and this piece is called War. You'll see it's the only one that, as I put the information there, it's, the information is written in black, and then it's got green, and the war is the only one in red. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, that was a part of it. Right. But what actually started me in this was a series I was going to do on my dad. Uh-huh. This is before the Green Book. Right when the Green Book came out, I had finished this series. Uh-huh. Because my dad drove that route from St. Louis to this six... Route 66 all the way here. So so before you go into more of the Green Book, maybe some people don't know what the Green Book is. And, and can you enlighten us a little bit? Now, what yes. is the Green Book? The Green Book. The Green Book was the GPS of the day for African Americans where you could stop and get decent service, where you better not stop and get harmed. And so... Uh, because of such racism during those times, people needed to know where, okay, I got to go to California. I'm going to California, you know, so the the book was uh, designed, I'm, I'm not sure of the artist and the the, the uh, uh, creator of the book, the name of his name, but that's what the book was. Now, now for all the, the youngsters that are watching, I mean, they, they could open their app and find out where they're, where, where would someone get a green book Back 30, 40, 50 years ago. You know, you'd have to go into one of the African-American locations, uh-huh. and they would have them. And anybody, most of the folks that were coming from the Midwest uh-huh. to California found out that, oh, you need to get the book. You got to get the book. You got to get the book. Yeah. And so, therefore, and then they came out with the movie, which was really very interesting. And the movie came out. Right as my exhibition, of course, I didn't know that they were even doing the Green Book until, and then I went and ordered the Green Book. Uh-huh. But you know, there are copies, but I ordered it from Amazon, and uh, I just included that. So uh, that's cool. In doing that, my work, most of my work, almost exclusively, is about recycling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Renewing. Yeah. Nothing's dead. If it's here, it's just changed. You know, I worked uh, at a conservation corps for many years, so in my mind has been ingrained: uh, recycle, reduce, reuse, rethink. Yes. You know, and, and you know, as an artist myself, I work with uh, young people on upcycling. You know, uh, don't just throw it away; yes. something may have a second life. You upcycling. know. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Upcycling. I like that. Right, right. I use that. Okay. Uh, but you're absolutely correct. And when I started this project. I was collecting these palm fronds. Uh-huh. Okay. And I was just throwing them in the corner. My wife asked me, what, what are you doing? I said, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've done that. Just, yeah, just, they, they're calling me. So I, yeah. And then so I started uh, doing some art on them, and then I, I took some cardboard and uh-huh. immersed it in water, and then I painted it and immersed it in water again, refolded it, uh-huh. and uh, took images of it, and then created the uh, artwork for it. Awesome. You have the spirit of art just running through you, huh? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yes, it's, yes. Uh, 
I'm um, 20 years as a, uh, a behavioralist. Okay. So I've worked with uh, our young folks. Yeah, yes. Mostly young minority males, um, trying to adjust their understanding. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, I found that it's not what they hear, it's what they see. So I had to walk, you know, it's about walking the walk so they can understand this is what it all is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I got um, a lot of respect from some of the youngsters. At first, I started as a probation officer at uh, Central Juvenile Hall in Los Angeles. All right. And then I worked in group homes as a uh, counselor and then as what they call is a a, a PBS... uh, Therapeutic behavioral specialist. You know, Roscoe, you and I have some things in common. Then I spent That's twenty why years. That's our spirit is always right. Yeah. I spent twenty years working with youth on probation uh, that were gang involved under the JJCPA uh, Shiv Cardenas Crime Prevention Act 2000, yeah. and I worked in group homes and at Rocky at at, at, uh, at Page and Afterball, uh, McLaren Hall, uh, Leroy's Boys. And, and so really I think we, we, we had a similar calling by, in particular, teaching young men how to navigate the system so they for success, right? Leroy's was the last place I worked. Ah, all right. They had... Uh, right there on Foothill? Yeah. Yeah. They had a young... I didn't like what they did. Ah. And I said, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm finished with this career. But I've never finished, actually... What I'm doing now is I'm looking to, because I'm over at the farm, I'm seeing these young. Yes, yes. I said, I'm 79. Uh-huh. I need some I need some youngsters, I need some 35s, and I That's need right. some, some 18s. Keep us young, right? That's right. Yeah. Keep us young, and if we have something to give, we need to give it. Absolutely. I got to give it now. Right. Well, maybe you and I, uh, you know, I've been, I've been really considering putting together uh, a fatherhood group. Uh, I, I like to do a podcast, but... When I think about Lopez Urban Farm, yes. there's been a number of times in you know the spring and the summer where a nat- naturally fathers have, have come and sat down and, and we just have a conversation. And I, I really, really appreciate multicultural and multi-generational mentoring yes. where you're just not getting it from one angle. Yes. But but I think I think we may have to you know pursue something like that at, at Lopez Farm, you know, get a little group going. We have to. Actually, uh on the day that we are having the art opening, I'm also having my jazz band come to the Alliance okay. and perform on the September the 10th as well, from eight to to uh, eight to ten. Uh-huh. So it goes a little bit past the the. But uh, the the point is, when you said Lopez Farm, I went over there and I fell in love with the amphitheater. Ah, yes. They have this area. I said, that's an amphitheater. Oh, yeah. I said, I want to play there. Yeah. So this is the first time I got to bring, it's a trio that I'm bringing out here to Pomona. But I. But that's my goal. Cool. And I'm going to do a lot over there. I love over there. I love the energy with the youngsters. Yes. Uh, we're growing good food. We need to eat healthy. Absolutely. I mean, all these things. Yeah. But they all dropped them. You know how one door... Closes uh-huh. and another door open. Yes. But it was a big sliding glass door. It says, "Your diamond mine." So instead of traveling on a lot of places, mm-hmm. especially to uh, Long Beach, often I didn't have that to do. Yeah. 
Because you, you live here in Pomona, I live, right? I live in Montclair. I live right, okay, right around you the know, block. where the, uh, the drive-in theater used to be. Yes. I, I, I sure wish it wasn't gone. Yeah, me too. I, I was hoping that they uh, memorialized that, redid it, and yeah. then did concerts in there and other right, kinds of right. things. But they didn't. That's I've been, I've been of- trying to convince the Fairplex to maybe uh, host the next drive-in because, you know, California is a car culture. That's right. You know, and 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 in particular, you know, I, I got I got kids, young kids, yes. and it, it's always easy taking the kids to the drive-in where they could be loud and and have their energy right. and, and 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 watch a movie and and you know, of course, getting that double feature call is kind of nice. But yes. uh, it was a cultural uh, diamond mine right there mm-hmm. by where you live, right? Something for someone to do and the and the, the swap meet. You know what? I before I moved here. Uh-huh. I went to the drive-in theater maybe three or four times. I've been here for 15 years, 20 years, uh-huh. and I only went to the drive-in one time. Oh. And, uh, and then, no, twice, because uh-huh. when I knew it was going to close, me and my wife, we went down to see a film. I don't even know what it was, but yeah, it was yeah. just like, hey, they're getting ready to do that. And now I got big trucks coming up and down the street. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, but. It is what it is, I guess. It is uh, what it is. They call it progress, and I say, okay. Yeah. You know. I'm here. I, I love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's pretty much um, what that was about. But I, on this podcast, I really, I wanted, I want to also feature my uh, son. Yeah. Who, when you were talking about fatherhood, see, we were talking about doing a, a Father's Day event, which now we have partners. Uh-huh. We're going to do a Father's Day event awesome. to, to, to bring all of this together. Yes. Um, uh, my son, his name is Kijana Owens, and this is his book. It's called Seven Keys to Success. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign this, even though I'm the dad, yeah, yeah, and yeah. leave it for you, because this is a, a great book, and it's very easy read, but the fact that the matter, and I was telling him, I said, the chapters is like, the key to success, okay, is number one, start now, use what you've got, Control what you know. Complete what you start. Execute. Share your success. And above all, stand for something. All right. Or you fall for anything. Woo! My goodness, brother. You know what? You know. You know the other part of that. You will fall, and they fall in. That's awesome, man. So, what you do and what I've done is. Extremely important work. Yes. I tell my wife something, it's more than money. Right. It's more, I said, it, 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 it's richness that we have to, you know, uh, we get the gifts, and so we do that. So this is going to be the book that I'm going to leave right here for my brother. Nice. Thank you. You know, even though my son didn't sign it. Now, I'm going to guess I'm your son is, is from my generation. Yes. Well, well, how old are you about? I was born in 1977. Okay, that puts you at, man, he was born, oh, he's born in 69. Oh, all right. A little, yeah, a little, a little bit. A little, yeah. But, uh, a couple years older. Yeah, a few. Okay. Same strong yeah. sense of understanding and what is necessary to do. Because when you live this life, you get to see a lot of things that may not be of approval but yet they're here yes so there is no problem there's always a solution that's right 
There's, there's, it's, it's like that. So his work, in fact, Success Express, Marketing Solutions. That's what I was about thinking. You know, when, when I looked at your uh, email, yes, you, you have the Jazz Zone. We'll, we'll learn about a little bit more also. Yes. But you had also the Success for, what is it, Success Express. And and I saw something I was interested because in, I've been learning about it, and that's he offers Success Express virtual podcasting studio, huh? He's he's, he's yes. teaching people how to. And in fact, he's he's teaching, and he is branding. His main thing is branding too. So it's like when I told him I was going on a podcast, he said, "Oh, okay," because he I, I think my son, his name is Kijana Owens. Kijana Owens. Now. At 6 o'clock every morning, Monday through Friday, he does his podcast from 6 to 6.30. Oh, wow. Now, he is suited and booted, tie and everything, every morning. Wow. All right. Uh, you know, uh, makes a dad proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I said, oh, okay. Every day. In fact, we were at the mixer because one day he came, you know, dressed, you know, casual like that. We were doing something. He said, man, I'm out of uniform. I said, you look good, man. It's all right. Relax. Yeah. But, you know, I said, I said, I need to wear more suits more time because I had a lot of suits. That, you know, yeah. actually, uh, my career, I've given you a lot of that, but my career has been in insurance. All right. I worked for Allstate for like 16, 17 years. was very good at it. Uh-huh. And uh, I stopped. But what became important to me was giving all the time. I'm in the community doing this. I said, I have to share. Too many uh, GoFundMe, car wash. Wait a minute. You're going to leave a legacy. Is it going to be a legacy of debt or a legacy of opportunity that you leave for whomever? Or do we have to start all over again? Yeah, yeah. In fact, you're going to have to ask that uncle or that cousin or that child, can you get enough money to put me in... Wow. Yeah, yeah. Or even less expensive is is cremation. Yeah. And you have nothing. So now uh, with the Jazz on Jazz Abration, it is an honoring of uh, musicians that are 65 and older that have, well, actually started at 65 and older, but now we've reduced it to 60 and older to give their flowers while they're alive. So essentially, it's to get a certificate from the city, state, whatever, to be sure that we honor them. Yes. Some people say, well, I'm not a living legend. I said, you're 60 years old. You've been doing this for 25, 30, 40 years. That is legendary. Right. And you need to be honored for that. Or you get it like they used to do it, honor you after you're gone. That, you know, so uh, that's been a very important point. Um, and that whole thing came out of my dad, you know, doing a legacy. I worked with a young lady who was older. Uh, she passed away, too. And my father worked uh, in her band. Uh, her name was Doll Scott Macduff, Jack Macduff's ex-wife. And uh, she had a foundation, and um, she enlisted me to help her run her foundation. And I said, well, you know, I'm not a musician. You got all these musicians. She says, yeah, I know. But they're musicians. And I see what you're doing for your dad, and you're going to do that for me. Yeah. I mean, not will you, 
you're going to do that for me. And I said, okay, I guess I am. And we did it until her um, bout with cancer and, and becoming a spirit. And then uh, I was working with this young lady. Her name is uh, Linda Morgan Sam. And she was doing something very similar. One day I was at a place and I said, what you doing? She said, we had an honor at his. I said, you know what? I'm on your team. Yes. Because Darl Scott had passed away and, you know, it was kind of floundering. I said, I'm with you. So for the last 12 years, I've been with her, with the uh, jazz, uh, it was called Living Legends. Mm -hmm. And we ended up settling with the Jazz Zone Jazz Abration, which I'm going to leave you the brochure on, which is the continuation of all of that. And the interesting part on that was Barbara Morrison. She also knew my dad, and she's quite a known jazz singer in the jazz world. And... Uh, Los Angeles dedicated a corner in Lemur Park. It's called the Barbara Morrison Corner. And her facility, Barbara Morrison Performing Arts Center, is right there. And so we've been, you know, interacting with her for a good while. And uh, she said, "We, you know, you and Linda, you need to turn this into a nonprofit. Yes. And so we started working together as that. And for the last, I'm going to say, 13 years now, that... Um, that has been the case, and we've honored uh, a little more than 250 different musicians and, and fine artists during this period of time. Wow. So that's been instrumental for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of the, if I could just share a few thoughts with you. Please. Now, the, ex, the exhibit that you're, that you're gonna be doing, and, and that, the war, yes. uh, the painting or, or the art piece of yeah. war, of course, I'm thinking, war, what is it good for? Yeah. And you know what? When I first showed it, I played that. All right. I had that playing. In some kind of way, uh, the Pomona Valley Art Association, you know, there wasn't. Uh, I said, it's, I said <laughs> I the music, the art. Yeah, yeah. And I brought musicians into the space when we were there. You go hand in hand. Yeah. Right. And um, at, one, at one point, um, they had two spaces in the in the in the uh, Montclair Mall. Uh huh. Yes. They were going to close one because of funding and this, that, and the other. So I told them, "I'll keep this one open. I'll pay half the rent myself. Yes. And you, the organization, pay the other half." So I did, and so ultimately, I think it was a little bit too much. You know, I was. I'm a lot. <laughs> and uh, uh, so, it, and, and then they wanted to move and they moved to Claremont and the space was much smaller and yeah. it was nice. But uh, it was time for me to, to, to make a move. And I so appreciate them. Actually, there's a piece in my collection that I brought to the... Uh, 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 Metro Gallery for my showing. Uh -huh. That's the only piece that, that I didn't create myself. But it's this guy, and he's looking down, and he's a thinker. Yeah. And my whole series is called Thought. Uh -huh. And I said, I'm taking you with me to the gallery, let you sit in there right. with me. 
All right. And so he's, he's sitting in there. So I'm going to continue this thought. War, uh, one of the, the tenets of war is divide to conquer, right? Yes, indeed. Right, to d- divide to conquer. I always think about that. When I think about war, I think whoever my enemy is, they want to divide us in order to conquer us. So I'm seeing, you know, the the spectrum of your your career, the way it seems that you are a, a, a modern day warrior is that you are uniting culture through music and art. You know, you're like I said, it's terrible, I think. Uh, one of the things is that that generational gap when someone as well seasoned as you cannot connect with, again, that 18-year-old. But when you can connect with that, that youngster uh, through art, through music, through story, through history, uh, we don't let them divide us. That's correct. Right? That's correct. They're, they're, that whole... It, it's the essence of war to divide and conquer. Right. Oh, you too dark. Oh, you light. Oh, you Hispanic and I'm African American. Or, I'm going to tell you, way back when, as yeah, a yeah. kid, you African. No, I'm not no African. You know, I'm not, I'm not black. The, the, the mindset that they put you in, then it's yes. like, oh, you have to come out of that cycle yes. to understand what has really, the trickeration, what has really happened to our society. I was talking to a young Latina, brother Chicano. His sister was telling me, oh, but they from Mexico. Oh, 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 now you getting ready to do that too? Oh, no. Right. And again, you and I working with the, that population uh, that have been incarcerated or gang involved. Yeah. Uh, we, again, being a little older, you, you're able to see the yeah. division. Uh, how the hell they, they, you know, the enemy plants those seeds of division. Even Mexican, north and south, left yeah. and right, up. I mean, right. it's, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it takes people like us to help youngsters to see beyond that. Just like it took someone older for me to see beyond that. We're navigators. Yes, that's right, navigators. Yeah, the ocean has got disturbance and all kind of. Waves and everything else, but uh, we have to keep doing what we're doing because we are soldiers. Yes. And on that note, we're going to take a short break, uh, station break, and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Pomona's Promise Network Podcast. I'm Andy Q, uh, your host, and we have in-studio special guest, Roscoe Lee Owens. Thank you, brother. the Jazz Zone. Thank you. So, so Roscoe, tell us, you know, hey, thank you very much. You, you brought me a, a beautiful T-shirt here of the Jazz Zone, and I will wear it proudly. And why don't you share with the community a little bit more about what is the Jazz Zone? You know, the Jazz Zone is a, a combination of what I was working with my dad. Uh, at one point, he contracted uh, cancer. 
And so the more Heaser came to that, the more I got deeply involved. I had been with artists and that, so I got deeply involved. And uh, so I kind of took over. So I got a couple questions. One, uh, where were you at and what stage of life were you at when he contracted cancer and what type of cancer did, did he get? He had prostate cancer. I was an um, agent for Allstate at the time. I was also a director for the for the uh, Old Pasadena Summer Festival, which lasted 18 years in, a, in one of the parks. And it actually, we talk about divide and conquer and all of that. It got too dark for the city ah. in terms of people coming. Yeah. And so uh, they made a move, and that was basically the end of that. But during that period of time, I was uh, assisting my dad. I'd go on the gigs, uh-huh. break down the drums for him, and or set him up. What, what age th- were you? My uh, age or younger? I'm, I'm in my, my mid-40s. You're in your mid-40s. Uh-huh. Let me see. Um, in my mid-40s. All right, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, about okay. that. Yeah, a little bit. So when you're about my age, this is when you're exactly. doing this, this with is, your dad. Okay. About got your it. age, that's exactly what was happening. All right, all right. So I just got I, I got inundated with what had happened was as he succumbed to illness, so did his keyboard player, um, uh, Roger Hamilton Spots. And he passed away eight months later, which really hurt me much more than my father because I, I just— I just, that was incredible. Yes. And uh, Bob Lacefield, the saxophone player, was the only one left. And uh, actually, uh, as he became sick, I said, I, I'm, I'm not going to stop this. Mm-hmm. So it was the Jimmy Owens Trio, then it became the Jimmy Owens Jazz Ensemble. And after a while, I had to change the name. Uh-huh. I put myself too deep in it. To, it's like, and now I'm working with musicians a little bit younger than me, but about my age. Yes, yes. And so um, I had to change the name. So I said, what name? He said, well, keep jazz alive. So I said, well, jazz on then. Yeah. And that became what it was. It's a I, catchy name. Thank you. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. I tell him jazz on is, is uh, what it became. And also... It gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of different musicians uh-huh. that had played for some major artists. And then I found that some musicians play for, I'm just going to use Prince as a name, you know, but it could have been any artist. Oh, I played with Prince. I'm just, you know, so, oh, you, oh, you there. But you call them on a gig and they don't know anything but Prince's work. I said, oh, we're going to play. Oh, I don't know that. You don't know that. And, and uh, Bob Lacefield told me, he says, you know, when you call somebody on a gig, we're going to let them call the tunes because there's no need to call them stuff that they don't know. Yeah, yeah. And so I got a little bit better understanding of how that mix was. So what I ended up doing was running the, the jazz on through the dedication of some artists as musical directors. Ah, okay. And so I said, and you're the musical director for the jazz zone. You call the musicians. Yes. You know who works good together. Because you can have some musicians that are very good, right. but maybe they can, cannot come together and be good. That's a that's a talent within itself, right? Exactly. Right, like a, like the conductor of an orchestra. Exactly. Yes. So I know I want the best. Yes. So I said, well, I know you know the best. That's why I picked you. Yeah. Get them. 
And then, so for you know, 30 years or so, we've been doing just that. Wow. Um, and so uh, my first opportunity to mesh art and music together in Pomona uh-huh. was this art gallery uh, program here, although I did one or two things at the uh, Pomona Valley Art Association, but not like I'm doing here, which the the linkage to the Alliance Community Center is, is was very, very important to me. Yes. And I said, well, how can I do? And so I have my art series that's in the Alliance is called Off the Wall Art Series. Off the Wall Art Series. Now, Off the Wall Art Series is uh, a series of different prints that showcase African-American community and and that. So, and I sell them very inexpensive, already framed. I tell them it's a frame ready to hang. Right. So I says, oh, that's crooked. I said, it's only crooked because you hadn't bought it and taken it home with you. <laughs> you know, so, uh, and then I use it as a fundraiser. Yes. Because in our community, our community centers, if we're not supportive, they won't be here. That's right. And so I said, well, let me put the art here and take this percentage and put it in the kitty, whatever you need to do. Then I said, I need to volunteer. So I volunteer at the uh, uh, Alliance every Wednesday. Uh-huh. I'm trying to bring a, a, a group of folks in. I'm gonna do some jazz. I'm gonna do some crazy stuff in there on, on Wednesdays and I'd be supportive for a lot of things that they're doing. Uh, my good friend, she's running for office, uh, Char and uh, uh, Swodak. And uh, when you see somebody, when you know what the position is in running and you know that there's not a lot of volunteers and you got to do it. When you see somebody in it and they're doing it like that, you know, you have to jump in. Yes. I said, you can't stir the pot by yourself. Right, right. And then I, they were having a meeting just not, not too long ago. There was a lot of ladies. I was about to walk out until Khalif who has the the uh, African American Museum of Beginnings? He's been on our podcast. Yes. Yes. Actually, I I do their window once a month. Okay. I changed the window. I just changed it from Martin Luther King to uh, Black History Month. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I just take the theme and just continue to do that because before the window stayed pretty much the same, stagnant. I said, you know, this is this is your. Communication, people yes. walking by all the time. Can I do that? Oh, you do that? Yeah, I do that. I want to. I want to do that. So, that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years. Man, I got to tell you, you know, right here we're at the Three P Studio, Positive Pomona Production Studio in downtown Pomona, and uh, we have we run an office called the Indian Valley Volunteer Resource Center, you know, sponsored by the SoCal Service Corps. Where we work with volunteers of community service. And I just had to just say that real quick because volunteers make the world go round. Yes, sir. You know, without volunteers, not much would happen, I think. And and I, I'm just so grateful for one, for you volunteering. And we want to encourage people out there, if you're especially if you're a youngster, yeah. even if you're more, you know, even more well seasoned, uh, there's 
a way to enhance a person's life, to get out of maybe depression or anxiety, just by spending time with other people volunteering. Would you say that's true? It's extremely true. And not only for youngsters, because they need to connect with them. Yes. But mainly for seniors. Yes. They have, I'm so busy right now, you know, enjoy. Busy enjoy. Busy enjoy. Yeah. And, and, uh, because a lot of seniors are like, wait a minute, you have a lot to give. Yes. What you doing? Right. Sitting around? You know, if you start giving, you're going to get be younger. Yes. You're going to get involved. You're going to see things that, uh, that inspire you to be engaged. And so I'm really trying to talk to young men, older men, because when I went in there and I didn't see that's because a lot of ladies, they, they, they were working and yeah. volunteering in that. Yes. I said, well, where are all the brothers at? All the brothers at. You know? So I'm reaching out. Good. I'm reaching out for you, brother. Now, now, brother is in the heart, not in the color. I need you to come on and help our community, especially our young community. The sisters are doing such a great job. Yes. But we need to step up and step in. What you were talking about with father, uh, me and my son, Kijana, we, we was talking about doing a heavy-duty Father's Day. I just did a project with a friend of mine. His name is uh, Michael Redman. His father, uh, Edgar Redman, uh, did a major symphony in Los Angeles with the symphony orchestra. And he took his father's work. His father had passed. He took his father's work. and uh, the, Just like you. Yeah. Oh, and he, his main piece that he did, his father did, was called Transition in Black. And my piece called Transition, he bought and he had it included in what he's doing is a multi-discipline uh, uh, with dance, fine art, and music. And that's what he wanted to do for his father, and that's what he's doing. Wonderful. And they had a, a podcast uh, this last week that they had like 130 different artists from all over the world. Wow. And uh, my piece represented his dad and the piece that he had. Wow. So I was, you know, I was quite thrilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, so thanks a lot, Mr. Michael Redmond. And we've always talked about that we're going to do something because we went in the studio and did three, no, we did four pieces of his father's work uh, in a, a studio in Pasadena uh, with our uh, ensemble. And so he has that in the can, but you know, he hasn't released it as of yet. But um, it's been such a wonderful journey. Yeah. Uh, somebody says, well, you know, you didn't, I thought you retired. I said, retirement means you could do what you like. Yep. Isn't that what it means? All right. I, I do everything I like. Yeah. And I I have to give a big shout out to my wonderful wife, Jeanette, Manila, Jeanette Marie Owens, who has, I'm going to say as a wife, allowed me uh -huh. to live the life that, it, you know, that's a little different than, than most, you right. know, in terms of uh, the arts and all the activities that I'm involved in. And uh, during the pandemic, it became where it's like, okay, one of them needs to stay in and not, you know, because I'm around a lot of crowds. I was so thankful to God that, I mean, she didn't 
because when I came home from the gigs and that, it was like, hey, strip down, yeah. take a shower for you, come in. We don't, we don't need to have that come in here. And uh, so we were blessed not to even come close to it. So that was that was a great thing. Blessings. But um, my wife is uh, the the other part of our existence is to be seventy years old and be a first. Now she was the first uh, black secretary when she was young with the Girl Scouts. Uh, she became director. She worked for the county uh, uh, as a um, well. She became a director in social services, and she was the first African American director in her thing, and the first one to be uh, in head of, uh, I guess, a senior program. But and I, I said, how can we be the first of anything? Because society has. Again, back to divide and conquer. Yeah. Uh, I look at the Super Bowl. Oh, you black black kids can't can't be a quarterback. So when I was growing up, they didn't no black quarterbacks at all because they can't think to to be in charge. That's what a quarterback was. Now they have them all over the league. Yeah. And and uh, Kansas City getting ready to show up and show out again, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is. The, the changes we've seen in society hopefully are better because they always still have a twist in their situation. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's why they're having such a, a, a situation with voting and who's running. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I talked to a lot of young folks who, oh, how old people got to run the country? <laughs> I said, oh, you know what I mean? Because maybe because are you engaged in voting and helping and volunteering? Yeah. Or you lay back and you just say what you'd like to see, right. but you're not doing anything about seeing right. that it happens. Well, you know, I got to tell you, I'm going to jump in real quick. Yes. If I could wave a magic wand, and by the time my children that are six and eight right now reach perhaps my age, no longer will we have to make a choice of electing which liar? Well, right, right. Because, you know, I don't know, man. Politicians, I, I, I mean, you, you go from public servant to an elected official to politician. Yeah. Where it seems like it's included in the job to deceive. Uh, and and one day, again, I, I hope when my, my children grow up that we elect the wise yes. rather than the deceitful yes. or cunning. I, I, I totally agree with that. Because it is, it, I was just talking about what a, a terrible position to be in as a politician. Oh, yeah. Because you know things and you can't change things, so you don't say nothing about it or you can't change it. Or, well, they won't elect me if I, well, maybe you don't need to be elected. Maybe you need to just be helpful. Yeah, that's right, huh? And, and, and year after year, how much it seems they have to compromise yeah. in order to keep that influence uh, that position. You can call it compromise or, be, or you can call it BS too. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Behavioral science, <laughs> so to speak. That's right. You so know, if you're an elected official out there, a public servant, please don't become a politician. Uh, follow the wise path. Yeah. Be truthful yeah. and have the courage uh, to follow your values. Right? Yeah. right. That's what. That's exactly what it is. Follow your values. 
This is why in the, the last chapter is, you know, stand for something. Stand for something or you fall for anything. Okay. All right. My brother. Yeah. You know. Um, let me see. I covered my son mm -hmm. with his book. You only have one son. I have, I actually, I have a blended family. Okay, blended family. Yeah, right. I have three sons. Three sons. They're all extreme. Two of them have written a book. My uh -huh. son, his name is uh, Amani. Right. Uh, he just, uh, my wife just got through, uh, uh, I guess, called proofreading the book. And uh, he sent it in to, to uh, copyright so he can, he can do it right. And so that's going to be coming out. And my other son, John Lloyd, is a minister. Very truthful minister. Because some, it's almost like politicians. If you join right. this organization yeah. of churches, then you have to be in that organization of churches mentality. Mm -hmm. um, which I know he has, but he has his own uh, philosophy and understanding of what Jesus Christ has done for all living beings. Yeah. Yeshua. Yeah. All right. So, I'm so proud. All right. And now that I have three sons, I'm going to tell you what I have in terms of grands. Almost all girls. Oh, all right. All right. How many grandchildren do you have? I have about eight. Ooh, all right. <laughs> all girls. Yeah. And then I have a couple of great-grandsons, you know, um, a right. couple of great granddaughters yeah, too, yeah, but yeah. you know, I got you know. So, the boys are showing up this time, and uh, my wife just loves being around the grandkids. That's great. Yeah, keeps her young. That's right. She's very uh, much a caretaker. She take care of everybody, everybody in the family. Yeah, that's 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 her. Yeah, what a blessing. Oh man! And if my wife is listening, I'm gonna I'll give you some props too. Maybe we could talk to his wife and get some little advice how to deal with people like like uh, us, uh, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the artist, you know. Uh, <laughs> it 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 becomes. I, I don't want to say complicated. It becomes very giving. Yes. I, you know I tell. She said, oh, well, I want you to do this. And I get to do it right. Well, you don't have to do it right away. I said, if I don't do it right away, I may forget. And I, I just need you happy. Yes. You know, I'm here. I could do that. Because when I'm gone, I mean, I could do that. I'm here. In the, where are you going? Because I just left a mixer this morning. Yeah. It was the mega mixer. Came home. Got a little to eat. She had fixed dinner. She told me. I'm, I was a cook in the service. Uh-huh. One day she told me. She says, uh, you're a good cook. But you don't cook here. I said, you know what? I'll start cooking here. All right now. You know, not a problem. Yes, yes. So I, you know, started creating some meals. And she, uh, it's okay, baby, I'm going to say She said, the only reason we got a kitchen is because it came with the house. Because that's not her forte. Oh, okay. But she can cook good. Yeah, yeah. I can cook. I said, you cook good. You cook Christmas dinner. She just cooks. She does everything. Yeah. And, um. Uh, I just couldn't be more happier to have uh, 
a lady, a wife, a friend uh, that is uh, wholesome and uh, really intelligent. Wonderful. And keeps me on my straight, straight program. So, I, you know, after hearing a little bit about your life, it really seems that you've lived a blessed and a charmed life. Oh, man. I, 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 I'm going to tell you how blessed it is. When I was four years old, they told my parents to come and see me because I was going to be gone. I had appendicitis, and that way back in those days, it was like, well, so they removed the appendix, but poison set up. Oh. And so that's when they called and told them to come see me before morning because I might wow. not be here. But see, doctors know what doctors know, but God knows all. That's right. He said, no, I got things for you to do. I got things for you to do. And my dad lived to be 76. I'm 79. Uh-huh. So it's like, hey, yeah. my sister just turned 80. Uh, who is, and now it's just she and I, because I, I grew up with uh, a brother who was a uh, uh, military man, too. He, he was a Marine. Actually, my son was a Marine Corps, too. And I ran into so many Marines. It's crazy. I said, Every time I turn around, it's a Marine. Yeah. My partner, I was talking about uh, Linda Morgan Sam, Marine. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I said, yeah. what am I doing up here with these Marines? Yeah, well, they, they learn discipline, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Oh, right. they're very strong. Yeah. My son is real strong. Well, you know, I called a play, and you didn't, you didn't follow the play. Said, man, <laughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. I thought I was following the play. Yeah. But you're running it. How you like it, that's what I'm trying to do. Because, yeah. you know, this is this is your plot. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm open to... Be instrumental in in having the legacy continue to move forward. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, Roscoe, as we as we this podcast comes to a close, I'm going to ask for two things from you. Yes, sir. One, uh, you know, share with the audience, you know, how, how they could connect with you, where where to find you, you know, and, and maybe how to get involved. Okay. And two, perhaps you could uh, give us a few tips for life. You know, we got some youngsters watching out there. Okay. You know, you, you've been through it. You've seen life. And it seems that you've, you've come out of success. Uh, so I'm sure you got some wisdom, not only from your son right there, because I'm sure they, you know, I heard those keys to life, and yes. th- that, that is right on point. But what would you advise a young man, or perhaps even a young woman, in going through it, starting off you know, in their 20s? First of all, there's a lot of families that have put pressure, like, you, you need to go to school, you need to become a doctor, you need to become a lawyer. Need to uh, go to school, get a good job. Well, if that's what you like, that's what you do. But if that's not what you are, what you like, then you have to figure out who you are and be. See, once you are who you are and you understand that, then you got to go about being that. Be disciplined about being real, and, and you know, as the others say, you know, uh, 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 keep it real. Well, first of all, you have to keep yourself real in terms of your understanding of who you are and what you, be, what you are becoming. Now, we're going to make some mistakes, but that's how millionaires become millionaires. They make a lot of mistakes economically, and they become millionaires. We make a lot of mistakes. Even people have to go and be incarcerated for a while because they made these mistakes. But mistakes are only stepping stones and not mistakes. And if you look at it like that and say, well, I made a mistake. No, you didn't. You stepped on a stone Mm -hmm. that helped you to the next stone. Mm -hmm. And once you understand that the evolvement 
It's like I met this young man over at the at the uh, at Lopez Farm, Christopher. You know Chris, young man. He made a lot of sense, and he was developing and said, "Okay, well, I'm developing this African uh, seeds of Africa to do this part of God." I said, "Really?" He taught me something right then, because the other part of that is you can't get too old to learn. You, can never you know, they say you can't, you can't tri- uh, 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 teach old dogs new tricks, but you're not a dog. You're a human being. So if you keep your mind open and adjust it, it's like, you say, well, you know, you, you, you know, you're so positive. Well, I don't know anything else. I don't know anything else. Go forward. Keep going forward. Understand that there are so many elders out here that have an understanding that might be extremely helpful to you. Mm-hmm. And in reverse, you may be extremely helpful to them. So understand that divide and conquer, when you do it inside yourself, you're going to divide this from that and this from that. You have to discern what is most helpful to you moving forward and the whole positive understanding is that God got your back and if you understand that whole understanding and there's a lot of different religions but there's only one God and he got your back and so my my statement to youngsters and to oldsters is be who you are and be good to yourself. And if you're good to yourself, you'll be good to your neighbors. Mm -hmm. And I thank you. And I thank you, my brother, for allowing me to share on this podcast. It's been really a a great series. You, I do things off the cuff. It's like creating. Right. And when you, when you finish, I finish a piece. It says, are you finished with it? I said, I don't know. It hadn't told me yet. Yeah, that's right. You know, the piece says, you're done. I'm through with that. Amen. Go to the next one. All right. And so I to get in touch with me, I'm going to give you my email, which is successexpress, the number two, at gmail.com. My website is jazzzone, J-A-Z-Z, Z-O-N-E dot net. My opportunity to create art is my website, artbyrlo.com. That's my name, Roscoe Lee Owens. And the other opportunity is to come to the Metro Gallery anytime now to the end of this month, which is the 29th. But definitely, if you have the opportunity to come on Art Night, Art Walk Night, which is uh, the 10th of this month, 2-10-24, from 3.34 o'clock, they're setting up. And it's Lunar New Year as well, so it's going to be a cross-cultural scenario. And that's what you have to really understand, that it is all cultures coming together for a positive interaction. So my last statement is always enjoy life with God's blessings and be safe and be careful. All right. All right, P-Town. You hear? You heard it here. Live and in living color. That's right. Peace. Peace.
That's right. See, we'll see you in we'll see you in the streets, huh? There you go. We'll see you out there. And you and I, we're gonna do a lot more. Absolutely. In fact, sometimes it it depends on. It's like. my wife lived in several of the different locations that I lived in, and I never met her until it was time for me to meet. Oh, okay. You and I have been in several yes. locations, and it was until it was time to be here in your space and have this time together because it became an opportunity to work together for now on, yes. P-Town. All right. Pomona Town. So look out for us, P-Town. Especially if you're a, a young father or an old father, yeah. it doesn't matter. And uh, perhaps you'll find us at Lopez Urban Farm. That's correct. You know, share, sharing you, the good news, huh? You'll find us at Lopez uh, Farm. You'll find us at the Alliance. You will find me up and down this community within the five mile radius because that's my diamond mine and I'm going to shine. Thank you, sir. All right, all right. Peace, Pomona. I'll see you later. <laughs>